You should enjoy the little detours to the fullest, because that's where you'll find things more important than what you want. Hello and welcome back. Today marks the start of the second season of the podcast formerly known as the Yu Yu Hakusho. And y'all might know we've always intended to cover more than just Yu Yu Hakusho, namely Tugashi's other works, but also his influences and what he influenced himself. Today we enter the beautiful world of Hunter Hunter, and as such are reborn as the Spirit Hunters. This show's name has changed, but ours hasn't. To remind you, this is Patrick. This is Hannah. This is Sarah. This is Joe. And Megan. And we intend to cover... (laughs) Megan! (laughs) Megan and y'all. Continue. And and with that, we intend to cover the 2011 Hunter Hunter anime, but a couple of us will be reading the manga intended for comparison, and those of us that are crazy are also going to be reading the 1990... Those of us that are crazy are going to be watching the 1999 version as well, namely Joe and probably myself. You better get ready. Bang. So, uh, Sarah, you want to start us out with a little uh, backstory on Hunter x Hunter? Yes. So, just to give everyone a little bit of history, um, the author, as you know, is Yoshihiro Tagashi, or Tagashi Yoshihiro, depending on where you live. And um, it was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump since March 16th, 1998. Uh, and since 2006, um, the manga has been on an off and on extended hiatuses, um, the original inspiration for the manga was actually Tagashi's own hobby of collecting items. Um, it He was inspired to create a manga that involved a title um, that had something Hunter. And he came up with the name Hunter Hunter while watching a variety show called Downtown. And the hosts of the show would often repeat what they say in order to play up humor and make the audience laugh. And just so everyone knows, when you see Hunter x Hunter, the X is actually supposed to be silent. <laughs> okay, um, this tripped me up for so long. It literally <laughs> so just tripped long. me up during the intro as well. I kept yeah. actually saying Hunter x Hunter. And it's like, no, 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 just just Hunter Hunter. Sometimes I think it's Hunter times Hunter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's even weirder is in Japanese popular culture, Oftentimes the X is set as cross, so I originally thought it was Hunter Cross Hunter. Oh. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Wait, hunter against Hunter, like... Hunter Cross is the Hunter, I guess. You know that show XXXholic? How do you say it? Is it just Holic? What, what the fuck? Uh, no, that's that's pronounced Extentacion. Wait, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, is that Extentacion? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Oh, Extentacion. Oh, Extentacion was a fucking rapper. Yeah, yeah. anyways. Oh, that's how you say you. his uh, name? I thought it was Extanticon. I thought it was Tenacion. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm no, not let's... kidding. Is that not his name? It's Extentacion. I think it's Extentacion, but I'm not sure. Anyways, I'm sorry, we're on a tangent again. My it's, bad. It's kind of funny though, because my 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 siblings actually like uh, he has a word called Gekium, and they like uh, convinced me that they went to the the circumcision of this kid Gekium, like Tenacion's son. Oh my god! Or something like that. So. Oh my god. Okay, Sarah, please continue. <laughs> All right. So to draw the manga, uh, Tagashi used drafting ink and Kabura pens. Um, 
And then he eventually transitioned to an EMAC to color the pages. Yeah, he uses few to no assistance. Although at the beginning of the manga um, for the first volume, um, fellow manga artist and future wife, Nako Takeuchi, um, she actually helped him with adding screen tones to the single color pages. And the birth of their first son influenced Tagashi in his work, particularly around the theme of a young boy searching for his father. And all this information I just I got from the Hunter Hunter fandom page, so thank you for all of those who have contributed to that. What does that say about uh, Tagashi as a father if it like if that influence if that's what it influenced him is like, oh my son looking for his father. Oh. I, I, <laughs> he knew I he was wondered... gonna be absentee. Well, based on, like, his own, you know, experience, I bet there's something there, because, like, Yusuke also doesn't really have a father, or his father's, like, a distant figure, and so I wonder if it's a commentary on, like, Togashi's own father. I've looked this up and couldn't really find much information, but the family, like, runs, like, a paper, like, supply company, so I'm wondering if his dad and mom just, like, worked really fucking hard, so he barely ever saw them, and that's where, like, this comes from, because that's, like, a common thing in anime from like the 80s and 90s of like the idea of like your absent father because of like the work culture at the time more so than even now so does that mean yusuke's dad is uh is michael scott then uh no it's a small like mom and pop paper store i gotcha so then it's not michael scott then yeah sadness (laughs) of the office oh so the manga, <laughs> Anyways. Um, just go back more of the manga history. So it's one of the best-selling mangas um, for Shueisha. Um, they have over 78 million copies in circulation as of 2019. Um, it's been released in the America by Viz Media. There's currently 36 volumes out as of 2019. And there are three versions of the anime. Um, we'll be covering two. Uh, there's the 1998 OVA, which, which we actually covered in a previous episode. That was done by Stereo Puro. Uh, there's the 1999 the anime that we'll be covering in this. The same people who did the Yu Hakusho did uh, the 1998 OVA. Oh, yeah, yes. That's I. It all comes for full circle. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, well, the 1999 anime covers beginning of the Heathens, or Heavens Arena arc, um, as a filler, filler filled TV series, and it covers the Phantom Troop arc through the end of the Greed Island arc as the OVAs without filler. And then the 19, and then the 2011 anime covers the beginning, um, to the end of the election arc. So two more arcs further than the 1999 and one of those arcs is like the longest arc in anime history. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. That's... No, but like but it's so good, but it is it literally took him like 10 years to write. Oh my gosh. Wait, so it, it, it is like 10 it, years? What do you mean by long is it the length of it is long or is it the amount of time it took to yeah. do it was long? Both. Both. Like oh. both. You'll get to that arc and we'll be like have we been here forever? Like it's yeah, it's like it's long longer arc. than the Dark Tournament by a lot. I, I think it's half the series. Or yeah, it's like math, I don't know if it's half, but it might be like a third. Is that the one where yeah, they're trying to break like into that episodes. building or something? Um. No. Well, there is a break in that happens, but that's like not really a good summation. It's more like I... everyone gets a fursona whether they want to or not. Ah, uh, so JoJo. Fursona? Then. What's a fursona? 
uh, a first no fursona like you know like what your furry animal version of yourself like it's basically about a group of people creating uh furries whether they want to be furries or not i see so we're gonna see uh we're gonna see gone in a uh fursuit then Eh, we'll just get to it when we get to it there's a part where it's real kinky and it's not it's kind of scary there's more than a single part where it's real kinky (laughs) i'm gonna get ready to kink shame right immediately when that comes up anyway so uh if we were to simply compare the two different series um so megan's watched 2011 i've watched like Mm -hmm. a little bit of 2011 a little bit in 1999 and my initial observations are I think overall, 1999 feels like you're supposed to identify with uh, Gon and like you're supposed to be a kid around his age because there's a lot of parts where they go into his internal monologue. Well, 2011, you were supposed to be like 30 years old watching it, like late 20s, early 30s, watching it and be like, oh, yeah, these two kids are the best boys. You know, like you're supposed to be looking back on childhood while in 1999, you're supposed to be a child. Mm. So the tone of 99 is like less consistent. I feel on average, it's closer to the manga, but like it's very contemplative, adds a lot of filler and the music varies wildly. While the 2011 version is much more reverent than contemplative because it's just like, oh, yeah, you remember this classic story that you heard about in your youth. Well, here it is in like more consistent version uh, it's sort of like the difference between Full Metal Alchemist 2003 and Brotherhood. Nice. Another thing that's really interesting is 2011 tends to remove story rather than add. So a lot of people think of 2011 as like a perfect manga like translation. It's not actually. They take a lot of stuff out, reorder things, and add like tiny, tiny bits of filler that do not exist in the manga. Just tons of filler. And the all music over the place. is. Uh, wait, wait. No, no, no. 2011 doesn't add tons of filler. It's 1999 that does. Gotcha. 2011 adds little bits of filler. Um, also, mm-hmm. the music of 2011 tries to keep it much more orchestral and or- operatic, but there's small parts in the middle where they go into, like, rock and synth, mm-hmm. as opposed to 1999, which is a full-on, like, video game soundtrack. Interesting. Yeah, I think 2011, I've watched that series, I think, five or six times, and, like, it doesn't feel that dated. Whereas, like, some other shows where you hear, like, the sound of the time, you're like, oh, that's a 90s anime or that. Oh, no, I know exactly what you mean, oh, where whatever. the soundtrack's like, oh, this is definitely 90s, all that synth. Yeah. It's like, I think yeah. the orchestrative background is more like, oh, it's a, it's a feeling versus, like, a oh, this is in right now. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Like, I, it's... If you guys watch 99, it will be very obvious because you'll hear like, oh, you made this on a MIDI keyboard. Cool. Just, like, it's like good compositions, but it sounds like it's coming out of a PlayStation. It's 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 like they just hooked up a PlayStation. Okay, here you go. Here's that the synth chip. Have fun. Like, why order? I mean, Togashi was like real into RPGs. So maybe he's like, oh, I want it to sound like Chrono Cross. Please do this. <laughs> it's like, here's my only request. It needs to sound like Chrono Cross. <laughs> If you could just get some Grandia 2 in there, that'd be great. Dang. Um, I'm not going to go over this in depth, but just for some car- comparison of like when each of the parts got to certain arcs. Uh, the beginning of the manga was in March 1998, so, you know, long time ago. The beginning of 1999 was in October 16th, 1999, so about a year and a half later. Meanwhile, the beginning of the 2011 one is October 2nd, 2011, so pretty long time after. For further perspective, he's still not done with the manga, so, like... He's nowhere near done with the manga. He just started a section that 
if it goes where it should go, will be much longer than anything he's written. He's going to die before finishing it. I think Attack on Titan is going to finish up before that he does. Do you think One oh, Piece yeah. will oh, yeah. finish um, up? Absolutely. Like in the long, in the grand scheme of things, One Piece or Hunter Hunter, who will go on for longer? <laughs> oh, I think One Piece will finish way before Hunter Hunter. I hope it does. Jesus Christ. Well, Detective. Well, Hunter's also not been as consistent. Yeah, like in publishing, I don't think right. He's taken long hiatuses. Yeah, J- just for for some initial from uh, additional perspective, Cowboy Bebop started around like the same time as the like a little bit later than the original manga, and like finished like very quickly. Uh, the entirety of both Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood happened between the times the original series and the 2011 series were made. Like, there's so much shit that happened between these two. Like, fucking, this is, I'm not just saying this flippantly. I mean this, like, seriously, because it affected the story and also has a lot weirdly to do with some of the story. 9-11 and the Iraq War happened between the two versions. People have been born and killed between those two versions. or I guess died, not yeah, killed. Yeah, people have yeah. become adults between those times. Yeah, that got really dark. I didn't mean to say <laughs> kill them, it just died. <laughs> Sorry. I was four when they the the manga released, so like this has been around almost as long as I've been alive, and is still continuing, which is insane to me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I guess for perspective, yeah, I could get pun- into the nitty gritty of that, but I won't just because there's so much here. I'll, I could post it on the you know on like a thing on our page at some point, just so you can get an idea of how fucking long this has been going. What were you saying about Detective yeah. Conan? I was gonna say that started two years earlier, and it's up to like almost episode a thousand. Ooh. Dang. Which one? Detective one Conan. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know, because Detective Conan's kind of like, I've never seen Detective Conan, but I can only assume it's kind of like Law and Order. <laughs> like, as long as crime happens, they can write about it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm surprised. <laughs> is, that, is that the vibe? I'm surprised how many times they can find a way to kill somebody with uh, with wire. <laughs> is that how they do? Oh, yeah. The first, the first, the like... first episode is like a wire murder. Great, great, great. Is he really an adult or is he really he's, a child? He, he's, technically, he's not one. either. He's a teenager in high school. He, Isn't he like 17 or something? Yeah, he was a junior in high school. Uh, the equivalent to whatever that is in Japan. So he was like one year from okay. graduating and then he turned into a kid again. Dude, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. That would and, suck. And, the, and then his love interest is like a big character for a long time. And then later they're just like, we got to stop having this like 17-year-old girl chasing around a 10-year-old boy. Oh yeah, that's weird. Oh yeah, the, the, the high was it? Are you talking about the Ron or the high bar of the? Yeah, Ron. I got you. Because like the, the there's a new person that turned small. I guess new. What the fuck? No, there there's a person. Yeah. I, oh sorry. Oh no. So there's a new person that's like an adult or ish, like a teenager that gets turned into a yeah, child. Yeah, it was too. the doctor that made that helped make the 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 poison, and she joins the detect the kid detective club. She, Okay, okay. Let's get off this subject, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say if you guys ever watch Dragon Ball Super, there's a tremendously uncomfortable version of something very similar to this where someone older than Trunks's mom becomes Trunks's age and they're now like childhood friends and like later like boyfriend girlfriend. It's fucking Whoa. terrifying. God. Great, great, great. God, I love the off gangs. <laughs> Anyways, so much. uh right, episode so one. Who wants to cover one, it? Episode one, departure X and X friends. Or if you speak like them. Or if it's supposed to be said, departure and friends. Tabidachi to Nakamata Tachi. No, Nakamatachi. okay, that's Tabidachi oh. to Nakamata. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm not a weeb. <laughs> Tabidachi, Tabidachi to Nakamatachi. To to. 
Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Y'all can look it up. I mean, I'm going to explain it later oh. anyways. <laughs> what okay. was it released, Patrick? <laughs> oh, jeez. It was... Re- okay, what is this? The quotation? I'm just guessing that's the dub date release. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure. All right, so the re- it, re- it released in Japan October 2nd, 2011, and aired on Toonami in dub form on April 16th, 2016. And the synopsis... Wow. Yeah, uh, I think they got the rights and they started airing it. It's kind of weird. I I think a big part of that uh, is that basically there was no nostalgia for Hunter Hunter in the U.S. because '99 didn't come out here, or it did, but only mm-hmm. on like DVD. Yeah, so those those Malaysian dubs. <laughs> gotcha. No, no, there's an official English dub like from the states, but it was never on gotcha. TV. All right, so uh, synopsis: Gone. A 12-year-old boy fulfills his promise to Mito-san, the woman who raised him, in order to receive permission to set out on a to, in, re- in order to receive permission to set out on a journey to take the hunter exam and become a hunter like his father was. While sailing to the examination site, Gon meets Leorio, Li- Gon meets Leorio and Kurapika, who also tries to become hunters, but the three of them get off to a rocky start and a very shaky start as well, really wave Wave stuff. All right, so the manga chapters are chapters one and two, and the release date of the first manga chapter was March 2nd, 1998, and the 99 episodes are episodes one through three, and the release date of the first 99 episode was October 16th, 1999. Well, judging by the year of it, you could probably guess what year it came out. Yeah, that will become less true as we go on, gotcha. but you get the idea. All right, so the episode south with strange beasts, hidden treasures, and mysterious unknowns. Oh my. So it's basically this really cool montage that shows all the really wacky monsters and plants uh, that can and will kill you in this world of Hunter Hunter and the folks who are just crazy enough to still adventure out. And which are hunters. So visually and conceptually, I found this really cool. It actually reminded me a lot of the first One Piece opening. That kind of gives like the whole background of the One Piece world. Um, I was watching the English dubs, so I was like, oh, what if four kids dubbed Hunter Hunter like they did One Piece? Then we could have had a like a hunter rap. <laughs> Yo, no, actually, it's kind of funny. Um, the intro when I was watching it kind of looked like the intro. To one piece, the fun, the fun, the uh, four kids one. Yeah, and I, I accidentally, I actually muted it and put the one piece theme over the rap, <laughs> and it synced up so perfectly. Peter and I were like laughing hysterically on the floor. It like, like even at the end, it like, like we watched it, like when he's jumping off, and it's like set sail for one piece, and it goes to that gray thing. Yeah. it's like whoa, it's hey, one piece. Okay, so can you edit those two things together for us so we can have a visual? Yeah, maybe. Real quick, I just want to say there is one other thing that it reminded me of a mm-hmm. different intro that surprised me, but probably shouldn't have given what I know about the creator. Um, do you remember the part in the intro where it shows a bunch of hands reaching out for a jewel? Yes, that's like towards like the kind of like the middleish part when it's talking about treasures. Yeah, there's one other big anime opening that's very famous that has that exact shot, and I'm wondering if it's because the manga influenced the other. But JoJo season oh two God. has the exact has the shot of all the hands reaching out towards the redstone of Aja, 
And Togashi is a big JoJo fan, so I'm wondering if that shot was in the JoJo manga in 1988, and for the Hunter 2011, like, for the Hunter manga, he included a shot of hands reaching out towards a jewel in the same way. You know, I thought that same thing that you just mentioned, and one of the things I thought funny that my roommate pointed out as well is that the mask in there kind of looks like the stone mask. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, so... The more we get into Hunter x Hunter, the more it will be incredibly obvious that, like, Togashi is a big JoJo fan. Because, like, we talked about how in Yu Hakusho, Season 3 had all the JoJo powers. Hunter x Hunter is full of JoJo powers, which we'll find out later. Dang. Oh, that's cool. All right, so the story begins on Whale Island, which is actually whale-shaped. And in the swamp, Gon is busy trying to catch the master of the swamp, which is like a huge monster fish. And he's just surrounded by his furry friends of the forest, like a Disney princess-wild child. And I notice, unlike the OVA, there's no huge cat bear with him. So that cool. kind of made me sad because I love that thing. And back in the harbor, there's people at the fish market and they're kind of talking smack about Gon behind his back and right in front of his aunt and saying like, oh, they don't think that he can catch the fish. And they know that it's been promised by um, Mito, his aunt, that if he can, then he can take the exam. So it's like she's setting him up for failure. Um, but they didn't know that He's around the same age that his dad was when he caught the fish 20 years ago. And guess to everyone's surprise, he catches the master. And everyone is shook. Um, his Amido <laughs> isn't happy. And But as she's talking with the grandma later that night, it doesn't really matter what she thinks in the long run. Because, like, father, like, son, like, son, gone is going to be gone. Like, 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 gone. Yeah. Like, father, like, gone. <laughs> like, father, like, gone. Yeah. Gone's going to be gone. <laughs> Bye. And no one can tell him otherwise. Um, he talking to him the reason he wants to go is he wants to figure out why it's such a big deal to be a hunter and if it's really that awesome of a gig that you can ditch your kid for it um so the next day amito and grandma say goodbye to gone as he leaves home uh, amito and gone share a pinky promise and they hug goodbye uh, i noted that unlike the anime they just seem a lot more closer um but unlike the anime she doesn't see him off at the harbor and when the rest of the island does greet him off um, as he's sailing and they cheer him on telling him like yeah you can be the best hunter ever and all the other dudes who are on the ship are like Shh, you're all right kid you ain't shit <laughs> get out of here kid you're not gonna do it get out of here dumb gen z <laughs> <laughs> what a zoomer yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then you just okay boomers them like later on. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bunch of millennials tackling at a Gen Z kid. Basically, that's the feel that I got. <laughs> it's like you got to pull up your pull up your boots, say your bootstraps, and you got to become a hunter like a like like we did. We like we did it. <laughs> And so, um, Gon, he, he, like, kind of notices that there's this crew member of the ship. He's, like, having a really hard time, and he helps him out. And then he points out to the captain of the ship that he thinks a storm is coming. And he knows this because he notices how the seagulls are giving each other warnings. And by the way that the air smells, like, he literally climbs up the top of the ship and he sniffs around. He's like, yeah, 
it's gonna be a big one <laughs> which the captain is like oh shit who's this kid and gone in his nose turns out to be right and there is a huge storm which basically causes a ship to be so rock so much that all the applicants are seasick with the exception of three people um he calls up these three people who happen to be gone lirio and karapika and they he asks them okay guys why do you want to become hunters gone's answer is because I want to know why my dad ditched me as a kid. Yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> I want to see if it's that cool of a, of a, so of I a can thing. Ditch, so I can ditch my future son as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Captain's like, oh, damn. This is Jing's son. It's like, like, high five. Yeah, child abandonment. <laughs> high five. And um, then Leorio, he's like, I'm not telling you shit, old man. And Karapika's answer is like, I cannot lie, but I got secrets. So I, too, can't tell you shit, old man. She, she, he gave him the old uh, hie. No, the old hie. Well, I feel like he is more like the Karama equivalent. It's kind of a, like, it's kind of a is, weird mixture. He is and he isn't. He yeah. is and he isn't. I think it's like a weird combination of the two. Like, like obviously, Gon's kind of... A more optimistic Yusuke. Mm-hmm. Leorio is literally just Kurabara, mm-hmm. and then and then and then uh, Kurapika is literally just a combination of like Hiei and Kurama in a way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd, I'd say like Kurapika is like, what if you had Kurama and he wasn't hundreds of years old? He was actually fourteen and had a childhood more similar in tragedy to Hiei. Oh wow. Leorio reminds me a, cool, a little bit of Kuobar, but he reminds me more like the Vash Stampede meets the priest from Stampede. Like if they had like a love child I need together. To, I need to really a wa- three-way love child between Kuobara, Vash, and uh, the priest Wolfwood. <laughs> from, from yeah, his name's Trigun. Wolfwood. That's going to be a really full bed. Anyway, going to be a tall kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he will be the tallest child. Hi, my name is Vash... Kujo, I'm only 17 years old and it's ripped. I'm not an arc, I promise. <laughs> How you doing, fellow kids? Uh, then the captain reveals, like, hey, I'm actually part of the exam. I helped screen out all the potential applicants, which definitely turns uh, Karapika's and Lirio's attitudes. So Karapika reveals that he's the sole survivor of the Kurta clan, and he wants to capture the Phantom troop who had massacred his family, and he needs the exclusive access to information and places and actions in order to do so, and basically becoming a blacklist hunter. And then Hunters Yario, are just like basically allowed to kill anyone without legal repercussions, oh. unless they are like very politically connected. Mm. I see. So they can just murder somebody just because, like, uh, we just want to kill them. Uh, not a joke. Yes. Wow. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about wow. the nature of the society later, but that's actually the case. Good society, yeah. bro. I guess all kids need ambition. <laughs> yeah. Yario is like, I just want money. It's it's like fuck them kids. <laughs> Karapika and Leorio Le- Le- really don't seem to get along. Um. So Karapika is disrespecting Mario by not calling him Leorio-san or in the dub Mr. Leorio and Leorio just like 
just brings up Kirpika's dead family <laughs> in response, which I feel like is totally a low bro. Yeah, and, kind of a kind of a dick move. He's like, "Lol, your family's dead." Yeah. Well, like I think in the dub, did you did you guys watch the dub or the sub? I I actually was watching the dub. I wanted to switch it up this time because mm-hmm. I did the I did the dub for or sorry I did the sub for you Hakusho. I wanted to do the dub this time for Hunter Hunter as I'm reading the manga. So. Yeah, I think um, I can't remember. I think I think it was just taunting. I can't remember exactly what he said. He said something about. You mean the thing, Leoric? I mean, we can talk about the difference later. But there's like a a pretty significant difference. But nothing that Kura- Kurapika does really necessitates saying like, "Hey, man, your family died in genocide." <laughs> I think in the dub he says something like, "It maybe I should have done what they should have done and take you out too." And I'm Oof, like, oh, yeah. dang. <laughs> So I think he says he'll end the bloodline, which is like, oh, wow, dog. Yikes. Yeah. And so they both go out to the deck to fight while there's a storm going on. It's like round one, fight. Meanwhile, Gon is being a good kid and he's helping out the crew stabilize the ship. Um, the guy that Gon was helping out earlier, his name's Katso, he falls overboard, um, but Gon jumps just to save him in time. Um, but because Gon is so short and not a tall kid himself, he's about to fall over too, but then he's caught um, by his both legs by Kurapika and Liario. And so all together, they three save um, Katso. And it turns out that Hunter Hunter turned into the Wonder Pets. <laughs> yes. And OVA difference. The big conflict is not is just the storm. It's not a huge Kraken. I miss the Kraken. So. Yeah, that, that, that was good. Ca- that was kind of surprising. I wasn't sure why they removed the Kraken. I thought it was a really it's not in the manga part of the story. I feel like everything's better with the Kraken. They should have. They should have added the Kraken, and they had somebody like far away. Is, it's like uh, unleash the Kraken or release the Kraken. <laughs> and then the storm clears, and everyone becomes friends. And the captain is very impressed by the three, and he says, "You all pass. I will take you to the exam." And they all high fived. Yeah. Uh, so, real quick note on actually, yeah. If you guys want to say some more about the episode, otherwise, I was going to talk about the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, I liked it. I actually liked the episode a lot. Uh, my roommate said it was kind of slow going, but I kind of liked the build up. It was it's kind of nice for the most part. It's so fast. What is he talking about? It's so much. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think he just might not be good at watching anime. I'm not gonna throw him to the bus. So far. Yeah, I like it. I've heard you, like, I remember from just, like, previous talks about morality with characters and decisions, so I'm interested to see how Gon's character changes or his decision-making. But so far, I think he's a cute, endearing kid. I mean, Gon is, like, cute and good in the way an animal is, and that's where I'm going to leave that. So is it... He's very... He's supposed to be the nature boy, like, close to nature, in the same way that Goku is, and that Goku was based on Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, who's also supposed to be a figure who's close to nature. So it's kind of like, he seems cute and good, but whether his actions will fit human morality is is up to question. Uh, I guess, like, yeah, we talked about Gon. What do you guys think about Kurapika and Leorio from what you've seen so far? I I like them. I hope I was pronouncing their names right, because 
their names are kind of tripping up because I just want to say Kurapika. <laughs> <laughs> and then Liarios is just like, so, Lirio. <laughs> so, Leorio's Leo name is supposed to be Leorio uh-huh. rather than Leorio, but don't worry, that's a problem about English. Because so in Japanese, those are very distinct noises because there's less both consonants and vowels in Japanese, so they would overly differentiate between lay and li. But in English, because of, because of like the way we've inherited other languages, we combine li and lay all the time. Like when you say that someone has the lion symbol of the zodiac, what do you call it? Leo. So it should be Leo, but people say um, Leo because like English. Is it Leo? Yeah, because it's based on like the Roman equivalent, which would be you know Leon. Yeah, um, English straight up sucks. Yeah, so because of that, English combines lay and lee all the time. So even though it is not correct, I'm no one's gonna fucking dock you points except for jerks on the internet for saying Leorio versus Leorio. I try to so, say so, Leorio, but like, don't worry. Like, you're we're not clear get about it. Blamed. Yeah. <laughs> so you gotta say it like on Reddit, like 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 Leorio. Like if you want to eat an Oreo, it's like Lay Oreo. Uh, yeah, it's like, no, there's... It's like me eating me eating, me eating Lay Oreo. You're just making a Lay Oreo sandwich. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, wow. Let's never talk about that again. <laughs> but what? Yeah, what do you guys think about Lay Oreo's? Like, you know, his reason for taking the exam. I feel like it. I I feel it. I vibe with it. It's very I'm... adult thing of him to do. Yeah, just I, worry about money. I think it's full of shit. There's Straight some... up full of shit. I think it's honestly like a real a real thing. Like Wait, 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 Megan. I don't think they know the real reason oh. yet. I do. Right, right. Oh, okay. Right. Well, whatever his real reason, I at least go with I understand wanting money. Yeah, he just needs to make that money. So his money thing is not entirely fake either. It's just different. I gotcha. Yeah, I think um actually I watched a little bit of Head and I kind of I kind of see I mean, saying he wants money is not really the wrong answer. Like that's that's actually re- Yeah, he, he does, does that's want actually money. The, the real answer, but it's I guess it's a bit different than Like there's more to the store beyond just getting money. No, he he just straight up wants money. Yes. That's not that's not a lie, but it's it's money well, money but he wants money for else. a reason. But he does want that that money. He wants that. He's got that money, money, money on his motherfucking mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, before we move on to the next episode, I just wanted to talk about the name of this episode, which is you know Tabidachi to Nakamatachi, which uh, so many of the episodes uh, of the 2011 series are Japanese puns or word games. Uh, I looked into it, and this is actually not the case for the 1999 series or the manga, so it's kind of a 2011-only thing, which is pretty cool. Um, with that in mind, when we find a particular episode with an interesting title, we will discuss it like uh, this one, which, you know, as we mentioned, translates to departure and friends. The tabidachi part uh, is a word that effectively means departure, but it comes from the word tabi, which means travel or voyage, and tachi, meaning standing or stand up. I guess just Therefore, so, the is it, has anything to do with the tomagachi then? No, that's that's something else. I gotcha. Um, but uh, a, a, another thing that's sort of interesting about this is the uh, nakamatachi part is you know like friends. So nakama is like comrade or friend. This is discussed to death amongst One Piece fans and uh, bad One Piece uh, fan subbing fan fan. Uh, like manga editing, etc. The, 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 the gum gum um, peoples. 
You're Amaya, not <laughs> yes, Kamala for life. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I think I think Sarah, you've actually mentioned this in an episode about just like how fucking weird this is. Yeah. Um but the the word tabi in tabidachi actually comes from a much older middle chinese word which in modern chinese in uh mandarin is like lu and cantonese is like lioi but in middle chinese was like lioh which meant a military unit of 500 men so this is a departure yes as in like leaving somewhere but initially the meaning if you go far enough back is actually a military departure so this is as if like a group of friends are leaving on a military voyage together. I see. That's so like the they're be- they're coming radical reading of the... They're becoming radical militants then? <laughs> no, more like it's like a troop of friends going off on an adventure together. Like what kind so of troop like are we talking? that's like the deepest reading you can give the title. Like an acting troop or a troop as in troopers? Uh, troop as in troopers. So again, gotcha. it's like a military unit of 500 people. More wordplay for you guys. Just want to add some more of that in for you. No. Yeah, you mean. <laughs> oh, well, the distinction between troop and troop becomes more of a problem later with, like, a group that shows up later. Uh, but yeah, so, Patrick, do you want to tell us about the uh, original manga and how it sort of differed? Nah, we don't have to do that. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Alright, so, um, so, Kite is here, like, in the OVA and the 99 version. Uh, I have Riolio, I'm guessing that's that one guy in the beginning. I Yeah, I, I, I wrote Riolio because... The thing that I think doesn't translate well into English at all is in the manga, the reason Leorio kept on getting pissed off was because Kurapika was mispronouncing his name not on purpose, but he was saying Re-O-Re-O, Re-O-Re-O, like basically switching the vowel order. But if you said that in English, no one would get the joke because the vowel order doesn't sound any different to English speakers because we're used to reading Leo and Leo as the gotcha. same thing. So Rio Leo, my favorite. Uh, Rio, Rio Leo Poli, my favorite kid's cartoon. Rio Rio. Rio Leo Poli. And like, so basically he, he keeps on like correcting him being like, it's Leorio. And like, like you know, Italian? if you just did this. Yeah. <laughs> That's if you did this to like English speakers, they'd be like, "No, I said that. What are you talking about?" You know how many people to ask me like, "Is it Megan or Megan?" I'm like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> or is it Megan? Megan. I think no. Megan's correct. It's like, Mikhan. Like a... It's Mikhan. No, but seriously, Mikhail. I, I, I fully, I fully agree with Kurapika's confusion. Or was he trying to? I think he was kind of trying to piss him off a little. Uh, I think he did later, but in the beginning, I think it was an accident. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I gotcha. Yeah, be careful, Megan, when you say say Kurapika's name because some people on Twitter might get angry that you're not saying it properly. Oh my gosh. What's the All what's the Twitter correct? Uh, well, let's not get into it. But like, long story short, our policy for this show will be like we will stress how it is correctly pronounced initially, and we will say what is correct, and then after that, everyone can say it how is easiest for them to say it. I agree. Gotcha. So, we don't even have to stress yeah, so, the correct pronunciation. You know what we're talking about. It's okay. Yeah, like, um, you watch the show. I like, you know, discu- I like discussing the correct pronunciation because oftentimes there's a meaning. That's true. So, like with this, it makes sense. But... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like, so it's like manga the, if, or if it was manga? up to me, I'd start, I'd start calling a Karapika Pikachu. So <laughs> I would just call him Karama. Karama. <laughs> yeah. Karama is now the new name of Karapika. <laughs> okay, so Come another on. thing so, that's re- real oh, quick. Sorry. Another thing in the manga that's really weird is Katsu, the guy who fell, wasn't in it until he falls overboard. He is not like the part where Gon helps him is not there. Um, but he is in the 1999 version. So 
even though people hold up 2011 as this pure, correct telling of the manga, that straight up was cribbed from the 1999 version. So this 2011 version took something from 99. That's weird. Uh, And then I I guess another thing is that there's actually two waves. Like they had a giant wave and it's like, oh yeah, there's another giant wave coming versus just the one wave that happened. Yeah. Interesting. Was there a a kraken? Is that the kite that was in the OVA? Oh, uh, no, Kite is the hunter who inspired uh, Gon to become a hunter oh. and was the one who told him, like, oh, yeah, your dad's alive. Is it like that guy who kind of looked like that guy from S- Slayers? I've never seen Slayers, but probably. Like the... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah. the guy who he does saved him like from him. the bear cat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was weird how that was in the, the manga as well. And I remember from the 99 version as well. See no, that. you saw 98. 90, yeah, he's in the 98 oh, version. He's also in the 99 version. Can, too many versions of this. Can we just, like, destroy every copy that's not this version to make well, it easy? Well, uh, 98 is done after this episode, so we're good. Gotcha, cool, yeah. Um, but, yeah. But, so... That was going to say anything. Okay, 99. Uh, some notes on the 99 version. They completely fuck up how Gon's family works. Um, so in the manga and the 2011 version, the grandmother is not Gon's grandmother. She is his great grandmother. She is Mito and Jing's grandmother. Um, the generation between them is dead. They all died. I don't remember why, but they're all dead. It was a tidal uh, wave. In maybe in the 1999 version, though, like that grandmother is Gon's grandmother. Jing is not part of the family. He married in oh. the. The he mother is DMs. Mito's youngest sister, who is now dead. So they completely fuck it up. Oh, did they just have to make it up because they didn't have any information? They're just like, oh, exactly. Okay, that kind of reminds me of how, like, they thought, like, in the Filipino dub of um, Yu Yu Hakusho, how they just assumed Genkai was a guy. And then, like, we're like, oops. <laughs> yeah. It's like, next episode is just, like, a, a really high-pitched voice. It's like, what happened? Oh, I had a cold. <laughs> Lol. So another thing that's interesting is um, in the 1999 version, but not in the manga, Kite pushes off the ground so hard that it leaves an imprint in the ground. And this is in reference to because by this point in the manga, they had already reached people talking about Nen. So they basically retroactively added Kite using Nen in the in the background. Gotcha. Which you Uh, will not learn about for another bit of time. Forever. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Remember this word, because it's coming up in the next, I don't know, with us, our podcast, maybe like six months to a year. Yeah, wait till we talk about Nen six months from now. We're going to be all like, all haggard and like, like battle damage and battle scarred. It's like, uh, like from the beginning of Dragon Ball to now, it's like, I'm ripped. No, that's not going to happen. Anyway... Uh, another thing that's really weird is Mito makes a big point of Gon telling the truth about what happened outside with Kite, but then Gon just tells a different lie, and she accepts it. She's like, okay, I believe you. So it's just like, why did you add this? This didn't happen in the manga. Um, Gon asks Kite about his dad, uh, and Kite like basically reveals... This is also in the manga, but Kite reveals that Mito lied about what happened because like uh, she actually won gone in a legal battle because like like uh jing didn't just leave him like she basically stripped him of the child because she's like you're endangering this kid by putting him in like harm's way constantly um and like he's still alive so kite is effectively obi-wan kenobi he like basically says like yo dog uh your adoptive family's been lying to you dang 
I got you. But he doesn't look as cool, though. Uh, like, as cool as Obi-Wan? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like a difference in, like, oh, yeah, what's cool in these two different societies at different times. So, another thing, there's an entire filler episode between the events on Whale Island and the ship that happens in the 1999 version that I will, uh, like, just give you the briefest summary of. Um, basically, at the end of the whole, like, fishing thing, Gon, instead of getting on a ship that's in town, he gets on a raft in like a creek in their backyard and starts <laughs> taking a river down to the other town for a whole episode. He becomes, he goes from being Tom Sawyer to being Huckleberry Finn. Um, wow. And so he goes to this town where the docks are. Kurapika is in the background, but doesn't get involved, stabs a spider while he's eating dinner for some reason. Uh, Gon gets Leorio food when Leorio, when Leorio is starving to death for some reason. Leorio saves Gon from human trafficking. <laughs> Legit what happened. Leorio works for... Leorio then works for and robs a corrupt circus. This is Gon, one episode? This is one episode. Gon <laughs> frees the animals, which have all been poached from the jungle. Leorio beats up the guy who captured all the animals who was a fake hunter and then then the ship leaves without them so gone and leorio use his fishing hook as a grappling hook to swing onto the ship from a cliff overlooking the harbor wow that's how the episode ends 99 what? really sucks <laughs> yeah was wild dude, that was a ride that's all one episode <laughs> so so in the next episode, which covers the boat part, they they go out of their way for no reason to make Katsu a character. He wasn't in the manga, like at least until he falls off. But he's a complete badass who one of the hunter like candidates basically challenges him to a fight by throwing a knife at him. Katsu catches it mid air and then beats the shit out of the guy. Also me. And then then he falls off. Like then he falls off the boat for some reason. Um. <laughs> They reenact the the Rioleo thing, like the mispronunciation thing, and it's a lot more distinct in Japanese than it is in English. Uh, Kurapika details wanting to avenge his people, and Leorio expresses disgust at the idea of the revenge. But the word they use for revenge is not the normal word for revenge. They actually use kataki, which is a very weird word to use uh, that I only found out because of this Gundam podcast I listened to, but it is a medieval word for state-sanctioned revenge that was done by, like, a code of, like, laws that the Japanese government was like, you're allowed to do one revenge, but if you fuck up your chance, then uh, you get put to death. So, wow. like, basically, Leorio is saying, like, yeah, dude, you're going for state-sanctioned revenge. I'm going to use this word from the Middle Ages for some reason. Wait, no, dude, that is so foreshadowy, though. Actually, you are right. Uh, that's it's weird. weirdly appropriate, but like not at like it, I uh, like I don't that know if you use that word in, in Japan, where you can like still kill somebody. It out is of not okay. So if I murder somebody out of revenge, I'm going to jail. It was just disbanded during the Meiji era. I got gotcha. you. Oh, well, that's a long time. <laughs> they also can't make swords right, so anymore. So then I can't. Maybe if I get into a time machine. I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, man. And so, uh, one last thing. From the beginning of episode four of 1999, they use this phrase to describe Gon, like the captain says this. He says, turns out the child of a hawk is still a hawk, which I was like, oh, that must be a Japanese idiom. Turns out it's not. The closest thing that exists is, with such a father, there is such a child, which is, kono chichi ni shite kono ko ari. I got you. So it's a, so it's a new Japanese proverb, then. Yeah, they basically just invented a proverb, I guess. Awesome. Got some MGS going on over here. 
Nice. So that was the first episode. Wow. Did anyone notice some like recurring themes or motifs that they got from here? I guess abandonment. I, I mean, I know it sounds like a joking, but mm-hmm. just sort of that that leaving, like his King's father leaving him, uh, gone, gone leaving his family to go do something. So to, it's unclear if King's father left or if he's dead. I gotcha. I'm just gonna assume he's alive. Yeah, like kind of the past repeating itself seems to be at least with gone in his um, part of the episode. Yeah, like like events change, like yeah, like a never-ending cycle, I guess. Like yeah, like he catches the his dad yeah, catches I mean, the fish. He catches the fish. They mm-hmm. both want to become hunters. They both leave their children, you know. <laughs> yeah, but Gon's doing this at like a much younger age. Like it's a no, it's the same age. It's the same age. Oh, oh, did he yeah. leave and then come back and then was like, "All right, bye." Oh, oh Jing? Is... Yeah, he, he came back and then oh, yeah. effectively, like, probably the court case happened then. There's a court I gotcha. I'm just imagining a hunt, like a Judge Judy with Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> so you abandon your child to go hunt. <laughs> oh, you're losing all custody, buddy. He's like, okay, cool. <laughs> See ya. <You're> great. <laughs> Less to worry about <laughs> now. Hunter Judy, you know, continue. You get to... you. Really, his journey is really to find and be closer to his father. But like, is this a spoiler? Uh, I don't know what don't you're know. gonna say. I don't know. Hey, everybody so... but Joe, close your ears really quick. <laughs> Even if you're listening to the show, even if you're listening to, give it thirty seconds. I have my headset off. Wait, wait, wait. So I'll, I'll, I can put this back Megan, on. let me say something that might. 2011's entire point is gone searching for his father. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Basically, yeah. is that like... Meanwhile, 1999 has no idea what it's, it's like going for. They're just like, well, we're just along for the ride. So no no spoilers were said, because it seems like you guys didn't see anything okay. spoiler Okay, I put this back on then? Okay. Yeah, put it back um, on, guys. Okay. One, one thing I also noticed that I think is going to be... That I noticed throughout the first few episodes is that there's more than what the eye sees like there's more to something than what it seems like the captain actually being an examiner yeah and it's really interesting because that's going to be like a i guess as spoilers it's going to be a really reoccurring theme in the show of sort of that deception like mm. things are not always as they seem which mm. i really like it's it kind of keeps me on my toes a little bit but also it's like maybe i'm expecting it so i'm hoping that they'll do a oh it's it's more than it seems and it's going to be like actually no it was straightforward and the whole time it's like oh yeah, I'd loop. say Hunter Hunter much more than Yu Hakusho is a lot about like deception both by like villains and like protagonists and just like how like cuz this is not really spoiling anything but in Hunter Hunter fights are won by planning strategy and like guts rather than just power level like you constantly have people that are much stronger in terms of quote unquote power level losing to people who've planned better. So when you mean by guts, you mean you don't mean the berserk main character. I do not though, mean right? the berserk main character. I mean like the idea of like balls. I gotcha. I gotcha. Like Dragon Balls. No, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you very much for uh, listening to the first episode of uh, the Spirit Hunters. Sorry, there's a different name here. Uh, we're about to change uh, a lot right now, and um, you know. Even with that, we still have the same Twitter and same Facebook for the moment. Uh, so you can catch us at our Facebook at the Yu Show with two O's and uh, our Twitter at the Yu Show. 
uh, or buy us some coffee at ko-fi.com slash the Uhawk show. And remember, you can now listen to us either on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever podcasts aren't sold. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, see you guys on the other side. Thanks, y'all. Later. Later.